Hello and good evening! Welcome to the Feats and Fables 5th Edition Dungeons and Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts just by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and chat with us, join us on Twitch. That's at featsandfables.twitch, or Feats and Fables on Twitch as well on 8 to 10 Monday nights, Eastern Time. I'm Paige Lightman, the DM, and I'd like to welcome Aglarond is a peaceful pastoral land of half-elves. Our heroes are part of the foresters, elite scouts uh, and rangers charged with defending Aglarond's borders, particularly from undead from the evil fascist nation of Thay. Currently, our heroes are in the mountains of eastern Aglarond, heading north into the Singing Sands to recover an artifact. Let's meet our heroes. We have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch night fighter, played by Ron Frankie. Happy to be back online fully. Yes, we had no power in large parts of Georgia this time last week. Uh, then we would have Wildfire, but he is currently Sir not appearing in this film. Uh, then we have Ross, a lizard boat totem barbarian played by Coda of Kodak Games. Hello, everyone. We have Mira, a water genasi circle of the land postdoc druid played by Dr. Andrew Wong. I'd like to remind everyone that Mira Kuroshio is look, still looking for a tenure track position. Let me know if you hear <laughs> anything. And then we have Silvio, a Seder College of Eloquence bard, played by Ben Heisler. Bonjour. Oh, previously on Feats and Fables, our heroes... Uh, learned that the Tarcellus Fountain was cursed by a local wicked fae, a red cap named Gearflagon. The red cap was called out by uh, Silvio saying his name thrice. And then after a pitched battle uh, where almost all the red, flat, red caps were killed, Gearflagon's youngest brother agreed to remove the curse for the price of a fat sheep. When they returned to Tameth's house, she said, oh, it didn't go well with Gearflagon. Come inside. We need to get into cover. And that's where we pick up with our heroes. Alrighty. So Tameth hustles you into, uh, into her house. And she says, what happened with Gearflagon? He's... He's really bad news. I think you got your tenses a little bit wrong. What do you mean? He was really bad news. She we went we went a little bit off script and cured the area from the curse that was affecting it, in addition to getting the water. Oh, so Gearflagon had cursed it. It appears that he did, yes. How did you kill him? The normal way? There's a fireball involved. Yeah. What did you, are you saying you might come back? 
to be more specific, uh, he was uh, levitated up in the air against his will. <laughs> oh, that's right. And, uh, quite irate. Uh, and then our excellent and very powerful postdoc, uh, I believe, shot him with uh, lightning, <laughs> along with two or three other red caps. It turns out having large iron boots, not actually good for your conductivity. She uh, she reaches up and just pinches the bridge of her nose. I did. So he he wasn't killed in a sacred circle with a ritually blessed cold iron blade. Why would any of that have been applied to his death? <sighs> Once a fae gets to a certain level of <sighs> personal power, once mortals believe in one or fear one to that extent just plain old killing them isn't enough surely he's banished for like 101 days or a year and a half or some ritually significant amount of time well mm, he was killed with magic you say lightning to be precise yeah if you'd killed him at least with iron, even if it wasn't consecrated, that uh, that might would have set him back a little farther. As it is, he might be back in a moon or maybe a season. You didn't didn't mention my name in with any of this, did you? Uh, I do not believe so. He wasn't very open to conversation. He basically just started talking about children and then things kind of went sideways. At first, uh, he did speak about the poor craftsmanship that our good friend Ras uh, exhibits in his wondrous loincloths. Uh, so there was that insulting bit and then the demanding for children. My Etsy oh. account has never felt so shamed. You you offered him clothing. Oh. She reaches for that spot on her nose again. We are a princely gift. Red caps tend to haunt tailors and shoemakers because, oh. So if you gave him clothes, it would be terribly insulting. Well, well it was, uh, we did not give him the clothes because he was too insulting to begin with. So everything is fine. Um, since we might be seeing him again, I guess we would not be opposed to you telling us how we should, how we could permanently put him out of his misery. You said a special type of cold iron in a type of circle. Yes, once a fae is old and powerful enough, uh, it's going to take specially consecrated uh, cold iron, either concentrated, consecrated by a, a cleric or a druid. And uh, they'll have to be taken down in a, a circle of standing stones or other uh, equally significant place of worship. Hmm. We aren't going to be here in a moon. Is that going to be a problem? How far do they take their grudges? Distance in the Feywild is very different than distance in this plane it's hard to say i would definitely recommend not going into the feywild for a while uh and 
Oh. It's fine. I'm confident Mira can cast Consecrate. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so, Tarcellus Fountain is once again flowing free? The spirit of the fountain is... Has given us its blessing. Oh, okay. She looks visibly relieved at that. Um, it was enlightening. Y yes, yes, that's an old, old elven spirit there. Well, it's not an elven spirit, but a spirit summoned up by elves. Uh, all right. Uh, well, um, give me a bit to uh, prepare a place to cast the appropriate uh, rituals, and uh, I will I will create for you something that can discover uh, this artifact and any links to the Feywild in the Singing Sands. It shouldn't take too long. Uh, in the meantime, I have uh, fresh bread, and uh, I one of my uh, friends came by and brought me some venison, so I have uh, stew as well, if you would like. Mm. Venison. It's a good thing that those adventurers didn't come here then. And I will immediately make for any scraps of meat that might be left about. So she very carefully has created like a venison sashimi uh, with bone uh, uh, garni. Uh, presumably for goose or maybe for you, but it's laid out quite artfully. Why not both? Tartar, okay, no, no las dos. Yes. Okay, no las dos. Yep. But, but uh, uh, referring back to the adventurers that uh, Ross spoke of, they uh, they were under the impression that uh, you had done something to curse Chernow. Uh, is there any truth to this? She rolls her eyes so profoundly that you can practically hear them squeak. No, I haven't done anything to Chernow. That town has nothing I want. There's some very superstitious people there that have fallen on hard times, and they're looking for something, anything to blame their problems on. Uh, it would be perhaps very helpful if you were to use some of your considerable power to help them. Uh, that way they would stop uh, hiring adventuring companies to come and kill you. I actually, a couple of years ago, walked over there to see if I could help someone with healing magic. I had heard that there was a sickness in the village and I knew that the kids were getting pretty hard hit. So I actually had walked over there to... Uh, to to offer my services as a healer, I do know some healing magic, and uh, they threw rocks at me, and I left. Ah, isn't that just like some of the humans? My tribe has tried making peace with villages like that in the past, and we have been met with similar resistance. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of debated seeing if I can do something about changing my appearance and then heading over there, but 
If I get discovered, I could probably get hurt pretty good, and I'm not interested in that. If you have some idea how I might help them from afar, please let me know. Uh, I mean, I have a few ideas. We can talk amongst ourselves and see what we uh, come up with. Um, and uh, perhaps come up with some ideas later. You do have ways to uh, dissuade adventurers from coming and just killing you in your house, though, right? I mean... I... I have some some wards that'll let me know if someone's coming into my area. Uh, and my familiar generally keeps watch at night. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't... I have some power in my own, yes, but I wouldn't last against an angry mob very long. Well... Uh, considering that they hired a group of adventurers, and if you we were not in the way, uh, things could have turned out very poorly for you, you may want to consider options in addition to the uh, PR strategy that we will discuss here amongst ourselves while you are preparing the ritual. She sighs and says, well, uh, thank you at least for calling them off. Uh, I hate to move. Like, I've been living here for probably... 15 years and I really like it. They uh, seemed pretty determined. It looked as though the village had hired what was it, seven of them? Six of them? Uh, it was somewhere between three and seven. I do not recall exactly. Maybe you need a better PR <laughs> campaign. You may have a point of inspiration, sir. <laughs> yes. Shall, so, do we, is there anything further we can do to help you make the uh, item? Uh, no, I'll need to set up a circle and get some rituals together once I get all and some materials together. And once I have that done, it won't take very long to put it together. Uh, the prep will take me probably two or three hours, though. It'll be full dark by then. Um, so I will, I'll make the the finder and you're welcome to stay the night if you like i almost kind of prefer it given that they're hiring adventurers but of course i can't make you seems good of a place as any for the moment mm. and we will have some delicious eats he says his uh, brass takes yet another piece of medicine and tosses it to Goose. I mean, she, she still has not learned catch. Every single one of them just hits her on the snout. Uh, but she's trying real hard. Like, acidic spittle goes everywhere. I mean, it, it hits her in the face. Doesn't really seem to slow her down very much, though. Oh, no. No, she's, she's super happy with that. Uh, Mira... Uh, Ross, Mira and Ross, you are aware that this house seems a little bigger on the inside than it does on the outside. Am I surprised? That's up to you, my friend. Uh, so she goes about her business and uh, spends some time in her study. Actually, let me show you what the house looks like. Uh on some sort of 
graphical map interface for some reason. I did it oh. so that you could see what her house looked like. And since you've got the run of the place, hang on. It's a girl. Look at the time. It's a girl. This is Chekhov's battle map right here. Mm-hmm. I, start filling, I start filling sandbags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if we get to it, we could probably get most of a, a moat up or a ditch. I mean, Ooh. get bored up some of these windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, preemptively burn it down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Ron. We can't do that. Wildfire's not here. Uh, I'm sorry, Ron. Uh, I would like to report that the uh, the roof tiles or the roof is actually slate, uh, so it's not particularly flammable. Yeah, but we got the run of the place, so we can put like bundles of rushes in different places and stuff. Listen, the place is made of all natural asbestos. <laughs> oh. It's amazing how popular that is in the realms of the building material. Yes. It is. It seems to follow your character around. So we will comport ourselves as pretty good guests. Keep an eye out for possible, I don't know, angry mobs. And uh, try and stay out of her hair if she does this, this favor. Okay, that seems like a that seems like a particularly wise choice, uh, even for y'all. And uh, the afternoon slides over into evening. Well, I guess I don't need to put wildfire on here. Uh, the afternoon slides over to evening. There's a pretty sunset in the mountains. Blah blah blah. Um, Goose goes out in the yard to roll in some stuff. That I mean, we we go and do a patrol, and we uh, you know do some training. Okay. Uh, like I said, Goose has a great role in the compost pile because, you know. Sounds great. That's what you do. Uh, and um, probably about eight o'clock, so well after full dark, uh, even even in the summer, because you're kind of up in the mountains, uh, she says, all right, well, I'm ready to do the ritual. I don't particularly need any assistance or observation, but if you'd like to watch, you are certainly welcome to do so. Um, Mira will also actually spend part of the afternoon digging through her notes to see if she knows how to actually consecrate <laughs> cold iron or anything like that. She's like, I don't remember this. Make me a how do I consecrate stuff to kill a fae permanently check. Is that religion? Arcana? I would buy either of those. Our... All right. Probably not nature. A little bit too artificial. Oh, that was terrible. Did we make it clear that you're doing this thing? That was yeah. a warm up. Why don't you try again with like nature with a, a team effort? We could all pitch in. Yay. And by all, I pretty much mean. One of you. Yes. I was offering from the religion. All together now. Oh my I'll god. Give you some nature. <laughs> that was uh That was clearly not covered <laughs> in your studies. I have an eleven. An eleven. I mean, that was the semester that you were taking like eight classes and something had to give. Right. 
I mean, honestly, when were you ever going to use cold iron consecration in a practical matter, huh? Especially for water genasi. Like, underwater, I mean, there are fey, but you got more threats than that out there. Yeah. All right. Anything? Anybody else doing anything in the intervening time? As a fey myself, do I get advantage on a religion check to know about that? <laughs> oh, we can test things hard and fast. Sure. Does, does this hurt, Sylvia? Does this hurt? How about if we do this? I am less inclined for that, uh, but I have a 17 religion after I rolled twice accidentally and then, you know, asked you to give me a <laughs> So everything is good. Which I didn't see. I know, uh, that was the magic. I was very quick to follow up with the, hey, what about... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, as a fay, that uh, cold iron, which is a special kind of prepared iron, um, actually makes for lousy weapons. They tend to break uh, far more easily than steel weapons. And uh, that's why there aren't many of them around. They're absolutely awful for trying to whack an owlbear dead. Um, but if a druid or a um, cleric casts a blessed spell on it, uh, it would be considered consecrated for the short term. So to, to go and back and... Oh, hang on. Because yep. you've got a 17, so that needs more explanation. Also, like, it's kind of a, a tiered system. Like, there's... If you just kill a little fae, that's probably enough. If you just kill kind of a small to medium-sized fae with cold iron, that's probably enough. But when you get to really powerful fey, you kind of have to cover all the bases, and you need cold iron, you need a consecrated place, you need a consecrated weapon. So to, uh... It's a blast, right? Oh, sorry. Yes, it did say blast. Plus. Don't have blast. Are you a cleric? What? I'm, a I'm sorry, Kona. Come ahead. No, it, it, this is great. Because <laughs> he's she is definitely not a classic. <laughs> She's a yeah. druid. It doesn't she frequently say bless this mess? Because that's what we all are, or Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how that be. That's um, how that be. When the shoe fits. So so to answer the the original question put forward, uh once full night kind of falls and there's really not much else to do in the cabin. Uh, Ross is going to watch with intent at the ritual that she performs. Alrighty. You are certainly welcome to do so. Um, it, basically she, uh, she has like candles and a protective circle set up and both she and the water from the Tarcellus fountain are in a protective circle. And she takes like a potion flask where it's kind of like round with a stem coming out of it. So it's got like not a flat bottom, but a round. Mm -hmm. And uh, she uh, steps into the circle and then closes it protectively and um, spends uh, 10 minutes intoning a ritual. And uh, it opens up a small portal to the Feywild. It looks like a, a green shimmery, uh, split in the air and coming through it, you can smell honeysuckle and you can smell roses and there's kind of warm 
uh, soft, humid air, like that real kind of nice, soft spring air coming out of it and on a gentle breeze. You can hear the leaves rustling behind it and see golden sunlight filtering through them. And you see the most beautiful forest you have ever seen. Um, and in fact, all of you have seen the Feywild before because your second CO was lost to the Feywild. Um, Silvio, you are seeing the Feywild again. How how does that make you feel? Uh, so Silvio is actually not looking at the ritual. He's inside drinking and avoiding this whole thing because <laughs> he knows what happens when he sees the Feywild. So he's like, nope, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be in here drinking. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's easy to do. Uh, you can feel it open and your heart tugs at you to go that way. I have cleverly drank enough that when I stand up, I fall over. You <laughs> <laughs> can get made. there if you wanted to. Uh, Sylvia's going to regret that if we said Paige suddenly has this role initiative. I don't know what she mean. It's not like this whole house is gridded or anything. No, Sylvia's totally drinking and playing this harp that you put on the map because there's a musical <laughs> instrument here, and it's it's really not great, you all. But he's like slumped on the floor and like, yeah, rock out. Uh, you know what? It is actually nighttime, so let me do this. Ooh. Is it time for the night map? Oh, a night map! I can't wait to see how this map changes at night. Oh, good lord! Ooh. That is beautiful. I made it myself. That's pretty cool. Yes, I made it made it myself. This was in Dungeon Draft. Um, I'm going to spend the next 15 minutes going around and extinguishing the extant sources of light and putting new ones random places. No. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing, you troll. You do not appear to be on the map. You but. do not. But no, oh, you fell off of it, remember? It looks very cool. Here's the exciting thing. Sylvia doesn't remember. <laughs> you can't see Silvio because he's currently on the roof, pantsless. Yeah, but so but let me assure you, Ben and I right. were about in the on-the-roof pantsless mode uh, Saturday night. Mm. Sunday was real rough. But if he's going to be up there, it's going to be going. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so, Paige, this <laughs> Does it mean this fiddler on the roof who fiddles every night and fiddles every noon? And f- All right. Uh, okay. And this is when Twitch bans this portion of the audio. I know, I know. Uh, is Goose in there? Yeah, yeah like, I, at some point, I will throw Goose a bone, and, you know, Goose will just relax. Sure. Like, melded to my leg, but relaxed. Sure. Uh, so she opens this portal to the Feywild in... Uh, those of you in there can see the the extreme sublime beauty of this place. And it has always uh, looked so inviting and so entrancing. You can hear like a, a little tune in the background played on hard to tell what instrument, but it's it's real catchy. And it sounds you swear you've heard it before. 
Uh, you might even find yourself humming along with it. Uh, Tamith takes the vessel of this water and draws the the magic of the Feywild into it in wisps of green and gold. And it takes about ten minutes of delicate work. And uh, then she closes the portal to the Feywild and looks at the water and kind of... It just looks like water. And then she shakes it a couple of times. And uh, you can see like a golden glow spread out through it. It's not even as bright as a candle. She says, well, it's... It's not very directional here because we're in Aglaron, which means the Feywild is quite close to us in every way. But once you get out of the influence of Aglaron, this will give you a directional cue when you shake it about which way the closest uh, tangential point to the Feywild is. So if a certain red cap was going to pay us a visit, uh, that might make the Feywild be strong in that area. And this thing might give us a warning. Like if it suddenly points somewhere. Sure. I hadn't thought of it but like that, but uh, a powerful fae might also be detected through it as well because they're very strongly linked to the Feywild. Hmm. So once we get to the singing desert, we should be able to use this in order to find a relic? It will find you the closest place strong with energy of the Feywild. Uh, the relic that you're after, if I'm correct, and I believe that I am, is uh, one that uh, King Elfond used to uh, keep the mantle of the Feywild around his armies as he fought Thay. It wasn't enough, but it was something. When he fell, the artifact was lost, and that must be what you seek, yes? It would make sense that they would seek the thing that brought about their loss in a oh. previous combat. They did not lose that fight. They slaughtered King Elfond, and his daughter was spirited to safety only by the uh, heroic actions of a group of uh, elven military. Foreigners, actually. Why the hells would they and wizards want this thing? Well, as you had discussed uh, the information that a tiefling had brought to you, uh, they had said something about the Shadowfell. It's not impossible to transmute the nature of that magic to switch from Fae to Shadowfell. And any uh, mantle of the Shadowfell would certainly empower undead, right? And dark magic. Uh, right. I say with the confidence of someone who completely followed everything she just said. Are you trained in Arcana? Uh, no, no. I've got a exactly negative one point in it. Roger that. Roger that. Well, let's see. We're kind of low on resources. It's nighttime. We're in a safe location. So I think we should probably immediately start marching out into the wild. If, uh, 
if that's what you choose, that's fine. Um, I appreciate you making the Tarcellus Fountain once again a resource that uh, can be used to help benefit this area. I don't think he was being serious. I was just poking fun. The last time we were in this situation, we did head out, and it was a source of great consternation. But this time, I think we will take advantage of your hospitality um, and stay the night. Very well. Uh, in fact, uh, it is getting late. I think I will probably be heading to bed within the hour myself. That uh, the ritual does take a bit of energy. Mm. So she politely shuffles you out of her bedroom, which is also where she has her ritual circle. And uh, then she goes in the kitchen and does some dishes and cleans up and then sits in front of the fire for a while and within an hour goes to sleep. During this time, apparently Wildfire has been staying at her house, uh, learning more about the ritual used to make the artifact, right? Yes. We we have Joe. I am also muted, apparently. Excellent. Joe is here only in spirit, not in. But you guys can't hear me? I can hear you now. Now Now we can. Okay, good. Do we successfully make it through the night? Got it. Uh, So. Do you want to catch Joe up on where we are, or are we just going to play it as it lies? We'll let let it lie for now. Okay. Uh, Sure. So everybody goes to sleep. No, we do our normal watch rotation. Yep. Okay. But Mira what claims you- the couch. Ooh. I mean, there's plenty of room to set out your sleeping rolls, bed rolls. <laughs> Silvio has managed to crawl on the, the furs uh, in front of the fire and is just passed out. What is the watch, watch rotation, Ron? Um, Ross is going to find a spot near the larder to bed down. That is actually a privy over there. Oh, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Literally. Whoa. Exactly. Our watch is Silvio, Ross, Mira, and then Wildfire and Victor are both on. Well, Silvio is not in any condition to take a watch. If Silvio doesn't take his watch while we're in the field, that things are going to go poorly for Silvio. So I suggest he try and stay awake for two hours. <laughs> Do you throw a bucket of water on him? I mean, surely someone can goose him with a little bit of magic or something. Did someone say goose? Yeah. Or you can just dribble. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure why he's drinking so heavily all of a sudden. But I mean, so maybe, maybe you should go talk to him. All right, I will go check on him. Hey, Silvio, you're good for your watch, right? I will kick him. Oh, what? 
What is uh, what is going on? You're done with the um, je ne sais quoi? Yes, we have the thing that points at the Feywild. We are hopeful it will work in the sands, but we can't really tr test it until we're far away from here. So it's it's really a perfect scam if necessary. <laughs> but uh, would I do that? Um, so your first watch as normal. Are you uh, ready to go? You seem a little you groggy. Was there? Were you drinking heavily? I was drinking enough to not pay any attention to a portal to the Feywild being open nearby. Uh, but I will go and uh, get some water and uh, do some, you know, uh, calisthenics, and I'll be fine. All right. Yeah. I, I don't think there is any getting around it. I know that you're not the biggest fan of the other planes. You, you haven't discussed why. I figured because you had such a close connection with the previous commanding officer that you were greatly saddened when they got spirited away. Uh, no, it is more the nature of uh, every time it is open nearby, I want to go through it and say, fuck all of this and, uh, you know, run around in the Elysian fields and, you know, get drunk and dance and fuck all day. And uh, I have other things to do before then. Well, that's good for us, though, then, that you're going to stick around on the prime material for a little bit longer. Owie. You do have to keep watch, or else I'll throw you through the portal myself. <laughs> you realize that would be bad for you, right? Well, I, you know, I'm allowed to make, you know, various threats. <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing, you know, the, right. Romeo right. is the... Uh, is the difficult that I'm not pulling any wool over his eyes. I'm just trying to uh, shivvy him and uh All right, all right, help me up. I will help him up. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm good. And Sylvia wobbles off to get some water and hit the privy and then stand outside where he can hopefully not uh the cold air outside is bracing. There we go. That's fine. I'll I'll keep you company for the first half hour or so, so you get a, a good start. Sounds great. And we can talk about things that aren't the Feywild. All right. Well, you start your watch. You're welcome to have any conversation you see fit, or it can just kind of pass on eventually. You choose. So, Victor. Yes. What the actual fuck is going on with that sword? I I don't know. I, they gave it to me like it was just a magic sword, but it looks like it's got a history they didn't tell us about or didn't know about. It's um, it seems like a crazy coincidence that it would actually be related to these uh, stones that got stuck in my head after I got taken out. But that almost seems to be the case. Or it might be similar magic. It's all way over my head. Um, it still kind of freaks me out how long you guys said I was out. I didn't really feel any of that. Yeah. Yep. You are, uh, yep. Have you, uh, tried talking to the witch about it since she knows about elven stuff and, you know, it's an elven looking sword? That's a good idea. I have not done that. Has our host gone to sleep? If she has, I can, I can, I'll talk to her in the morning. I won't wake her up over this, but I before we go, I'll try and bring it up. 
Uh, you saw her just a few minutes ago puttering around the kitchen. All right, I will leave uh, an invigorated Silvio. Um, Silvio always gets a, you know, a little jolt of adrenaline when people follow his advice and stuff. So I will go and I will talk to the Rashimi witch. All right. As you head off that way, Silvio starts doing jumping jacks to help <laughs> himself to stay standing for another hour and 45 minutes. Well. Who else is on watch with Silvio? Who's in the first watch here? Uh, it's just Silvio. It's the three people with decent perceptions and then us who both suck. <laughs> Although I technically a familiar gives it a bump, but you can have your familiar on watch all the time or whenever you want. Sure, I, I mean, my, my familiar is definitely flying around Paige for sure. Okay. I will say Paige, when, when I realize that what is actually attached to the kitchen is a privy and not a larder. I am having a very animated discussion with the witch about why would you do that? I mean, just think of the cross-contamination. Turns out I've learned a lot by talking to my good friend Mira in the standards. Maybe too much, ultimately. <laughs> maybe too much. No, just the right amounts. <laughs> well, that is why I wash my hands very frequently. But sometimes I have guests in my house because I do some healing and I don't want them in my bathroom where the bathtub is. I So this is for guests, usually. Hmm. I suppose that makes sense, but where would you keep your excess food? It just... Hmm. I don't have that much excess food. I have the shelves around here, and I have a an ice box under this. Sh she pulls out a drawer, and it's got a bunch of ice in it, and some other stuff. And I've got this the ice box here, and that's all I need. You I know, he's just trying to trick you into showing him where all the meat is stored, right? Victor, I'm hurt, but also. If you have any leftovers. <laughs> I, I do. I, uh, I, I'm mostly vegetarian, uh, so I don't have any, uh, a whole lot of meat, but I have several kinds of dried meat that I often flavor stews with. Mm, normally, I do not like the dried meat, but that spice that you used was... Unique. Fennel, yes. Doesn't grow very much in Agriland. Uh Sure. So she bustles around in some drawers and pulls you out a couple of hockey puck-sized servings of uh, of dried meat. I, I'll do the, the, the... My eyes go thin as I take the thinnel, fennel and start to contemplate of what I can do with this. Alrighty. How was Silvio? Uh, Silvio is good to go. Um, he was just focusing on things other than the Feywild while the ritual was being enacted. And he's doing some pretty spectacular jumping jacks outside. He definitely comes by that uh, athletic prowess, honestly. Um, Those little hooves are just going. So I don't know if you're the type of woman that likes to have a, a, a think before bed. But it occurs to me that I have this magical sword I just got that's resonating oddly with these 
stones that got implanted in my head while I was unconscious uh, in convalescing from some pretty serious wounds. And they're all reacting to each other in ways that are kind of uh, freaking out the other members of my squad. So I, I thought if you could take a look at it, maybe if you knew anything about it, that might help uh, me out a lot. Oh, uh, yes. I saw your injury and the way it was healed, but was not going to ask. Um, may I May I examine it? Yes. She steps forward and kind of gently, like, pokes through the kind of gaping hole in your cheek where the the stones uh, shine and, and uh, glisten in the in the light because uh, they're kind of they're pretty shiny. They don't actually glow, but they're pretty shiny. Uh, and then she says, "And and may I see the sword as well?" I'll present it to her help first. She takes it. Be careful. Yes. She looks at Ross. She looks at Victor. She looks at Ross. She looks at Victor. Careful. I mean, it hasn't hurt anyone, but it did apparently make me unaware of my surroundings for several hours. Hurt anyone? It threw me from a tent not once, but twice. Oh, right. Yes. I didn't see it happen, so I had forgotten. Okay. It occasionally hurts people. So, um... Let's get you positioned so that you're facing a doorway and not one of your shelves. And then uh, here, I'll give you the sword. But it, yeah, I think it'll be okay. She takes it with some trepidation uh, and looks at it and says, this is a very old blade. Uh, it is of ancient elven make. It's probably several thousand years old the uh, metal it's made out of and she taps her finger against it and it rings, but not like steel rings. It actually kind of almost chimes. Like consecrated cold iron? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's definitely not cold iron. Okay, that would have been. I think I remember you said it sort of looked uh, like verdigreased a little bit. Yeah, it's, um, it's a slightly greenish metal. It's not verdigris because verdigris almost is a rot on metal. This is more like the metal itself is just a few say shades towards green off silver. Um, she says this metal is an alloy that even the elves of Aglaron don't recall how to make. It was ancient elven smiths that did this. Uh, surely no elf yet living recalls this craft. She looks at it and says, uh, I, I don't recall this blade exactly, but it's the blade of Elven royalty. How did you come by it? Uh, its previous wielder had fallen in the recent battle at the fort, and um, their close friend uh, gave it to me since I was in need of a sword, and we were continuing, kind of continuing the fight. Hmm... Interesting. She uh, she takes a look at your teeth again uh, very closely, and she takes uh, 10 minutes to cast some small rituals to detect magic. She I says, don't understand. Does that make Victor an elven royal? It might, uh, particularly if it's reacted to you. 
I mean, surely you have some elven blood, sir. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, the the teeth that you have uh, are actually a uh, a type of fey magic as well, uh, a powerful earth fey. Interesting. So the person that healed me may have been a powerful fey, or they may have been able to get boons from powerful fey. Or you unconsciously accepted a boon from a powerful fey. Oh, well, that would be another possibility that is uh, slightly more disquieting. Can I, can you feel if your soul is still there? Like if you, like if you touch your shoulders, like, is it, can you tell? I, I'm sorry that, uh, that magic passed the way of detect good and evil in uh, fourth edition. <laughs> well, for now, I'll just assume it's still in there. I mean, you know. Uh, yes, and it might provide certain protection, uh, depending on your foe. And hmm. it's well. not going to take over his mind or being, will it? If it's a blade of elven royalty, it might have some sentience itself, in which case it may certainly try and influence Victor. I kind of look from her to Victor. I mean, I had been a beer man, but recently I've been going for wine more. Hmm. Your joke is an ill taste. This is quite serious. You are correct, Ross. I I guess I'm just um, trying to deal with the weight of it. I hope I don't become a liability on our quest. But I think the good point, the good side is, I think even if I do get possessed by ancient elven royalty, they at least would want whatever we're going after to not be in the hands of Thay. Although they might not even know Thay exists, yes, depending that, on how ancient they are. That would be well before Thay's. Face uh, time, more of a uh, netheril, I think, might have been the threat at that point from humans, at least. So in the morning, I will uh, ask Silvio to create a sort of short uh, explanation on what they is and why it's bad. So if I suddenly get possessed, you can get right to the heart of the matter and hopefully recruit whatever spirit takes over my body towards our quest. I mean... If that is what you command. But, um... She hands you the blade back and says, Let me sketch it. Uh, maybe I can find someone else who knows more about the particular design. Because it does have a very distinctive hilt and cross brace. Uh, yeah, I'd appreciate any help. I'd, it'll probably be a while before we can get back this way. But um, I definitely appreciate it. And you've already given me some clues. Um, I mean, even the dwarves might have some knowledge of Earth Fay. Um, so perhaps I can get to the bottom of this. Yes. Although the Zverkneblin, the deep gnomes, tend to have a better relationship with Earth Fay than the dwarves themselves. Um, the. If you get a chance to come back, then perhaps I'll have knowledge for you. And if you don't, then I will have done some research for its own sake, and that's never wasted. 
speaking of the spirits of Earth, you wouldn't happen to know any more spirits that would be willing to bestow me with the blessings. Uh, I do, but they don't do it all willy-nilly. Uh, you'd have to do something that they thought was important. I mean... It's not like a it's not like a store where you walk in and give them four silver and they hand you a blessing in return. It will be some time before I can continue my journey after I finish with the Rangers. That voice is hard on the throat. <laughs> it is. And it's foresters, not rangers. Uh, thank you. The, before I finish my duties with the foresters but any assistance you would be willing to provide would be most appreciated I will do a little research along those lines as well hmm well then about those leftovers she hooks you up with uh, leftover venison which is all cooked she doesn't have any more leftover raw um and sets you up with that as well as a, a napkin to kind of clean up after yourself and shows you where the sink is, uh, how to wash your own dishes, and then heads off to bed. That's adorable. She thinks I'm using dishes. Well, the, it comes in a dish. She doesn't have uh, leftovers sure. in her hand. That's <laughs> Meats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't come by like the gacheros at a Brazilian steakhouse and slice it off for me. I mean, is, is there a gauchero around here? Because uh, a Brazilian steakhouse around here, Ras is in. That would be his kind of place. Uh, all right. So. Uh, oh, if only the three. In the, in the times post-COVID, so much meat will be consumed. <laughs> Yes. This is a man what likes him a Brazilian steakhouse, and there's several good ones nearby. Uh, all right, so now can she go the fuck to sleep? I mean, I'm happy. Yep, I am. I am very pleased that with her the help she gave me, and I will stop pestering her. All right, so uh, Silvio, make me some kind of oh holy god! I am not falling asleep on this watch roll. Could I not? Sure. Uh, I will make you a con, 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 the comments inside trying to figure out how to trying to figure out how to uh, change up Lord's Royals to uh, fit Victor uh, so but here we go come on dice I'll take that 20 that's right they're so excited yes we live near a firehouse 
Uh, all right. Uh, you actually, uh, the, like, it's not the, the jumping jacks that get you. It's the squat thrusts. Because your center of gravity is relatively low and those little hooves, like, the blood starts pumping. I mean, you gotta do the squat thrusts. Like, every day is leg day. <laughs> when you're a satyr, yeah. Because you got those hammy backwards legs. Uh, so make me an I notice stuff check. Hewitt may also make me an I notice stuff check. It is visual stuff to notice. But also audible. But not really audible. <laughs> What? Oh, damn. Get them out of your system now, kids. Two crits in a row, people. There it is. Nailed it. Hewitt uh, sees uh, a half dozen, a dozen stealthy forms sneaking through the cornfield or her vegetable patch towards the house. They appear to be uh, armed with uh, swords, spears, swords and spears. Most of them spears, a few with swords. Sure. Uh, a couple with staves, and either lightly armored or not armored. Hmm. Um, Ms. Uh, Hewitt will uh, fly over to her good friend. Lily, oh, you're in my way. Oh, you gotta get in my way. Silvio, out. Oh, all right, all right, all the way down. All right. Sorry, cat issues. Um, uh, we'll fly over to Silvio and go. Who? Who? I think you need to recalibrate. Uh, who? She kind of takes a step back. That way. Takes another step in that direction. Ah, uh, okay. I will uh, call out the alarm. Alarm! And also, you do my triangles below. Is the triangle solo worth the point of inspiration, chat? What do you think? Let's see what chat has to say. Um, <laughs> say more cowbell. Yes. Uh, uh, all right. We will resolve that in just a moment. Kurgosh says it is. Then, all right. Inspiration for you, sir. Thank you, Kurgosh. You're a real friend. All right. Uh, so, um, at that point in time, uh, once you start your cow or your triangle solo. Uh, a whole bunch of figures uh, light uh, torches, and uh, you can see a whole slew of them sneaking towards the house. Uh, and at that point in time, uh, what would everybody like to do? Roll initiative. Roll initiative and dodge, like a hero. <laughs> Uh, how do we dress those of us that are sleeping, which is pretty much all of us, Paige? Are we woken automatically? Or... Uh, you will make a perception check at disadvantage because you're sleeping. Mm. Uh, but the difficulty <laughs> is not particularly high. Silvio, I all would right, like to go. point out, you are mere steps away from a wall. So <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah, I planned ahead. Eleven. Hey, do Ooh. I also have an advantage on this roll, given that I'm getting yelled in my head by Hewitt? Yes, you will have uh, advantage from Hewitt, disadvantage from being asleep for a flat roll. Sounds good. Oh, that did not do it at disadvantage. Shoot. Wildfire has enjoyed his evening for sure. Well, I'll take my 11 over my 24. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to, I guess. I mean, like... Oh, I don't? Okay, I'll take like. 24. You could, you could sue, <laughs> maybe? Like. I didn't realize we could just declare victory over this right. skill check. Well, you just need to sue and you'll win, right? It's the way it works. Yeah. You're, 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 I'm taking a point of inspiration away from you, sir. <laughs> Give it back. Ooh. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Give it back. Which, okay, I've given you inspiration back. Done. Thanks to Old Slow Tiger, we do have a floating party inspiration. Thank you, Old Slow Tiger. That might be needed. You're the best, Brian. I do not see nearly enough initiatives on here. Oh, sorry. I just did a perception check and stopped at that. That wasn't enough for you? Perception <laughs> is only initiative and Pathfinder, friend. And not even all the time there. Sometimes? Whatever. Okay. Many questions. Wait. I am I am awake on an 11, right? I think she uh, wants you, you, to set initiative. Roll initiative regardless. Yeah. Okay. You might just turn My your... My sleep initiative. Spend your turn sleeping. Mm -hmm. We are sleeping in very orderly turns. Yes. The sleep action gives you <laughs> more rest. All the benefits of being prone. Ooh, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Plus all, all the right. benefits of being unconscious. Two, three, four, five. Right? Enjoy various conditions. Uh, Victor, hmm. did you have a perception check for me? Uh, yes. I received a 14 on mine. All right. You wake up to a owl and a satyr and another owl pitching a racket. All right. I will uh, get up from the floor where I was by the dwindling warmth of the stove. And uh, I guess I'll head for the door, trying not to step on Ross. Okay. Appreciate it, I'd say, in my sleep. I'll spend my object interaction flinging the... Or is it locked, the door? It is. All right, I guess I'll... Okay, so I'll have to spend my action getting through a locked door. Yeah, I mean, it unlocks from the inside, but it will take an action to unlock it. All right. And I will take... Assuming this is a well, I will take cover from it from well i mean can i see them now can i see yeah. okay and that was a well considered action no oh. <laughs> uh, you know you don't get inspiration for puns right i do in my heart <laughs> <laughs> all right victor is filled with regret but he kind of you know he's huddling down and i will um I'll summon my bow to my hand and just pose with it threateningly. <laughs> and, and I'm done. You summon your bow to your hand 
and uh, pop, the sword appears. Uh, Silvio. That's, well, I still pose threat as threateningly as I can, holding a sword in a bow stance. I don't know if I'm holding if I'm holding the sword in this hand and trying to draw an arrow <laughs> on it, or if I like have an arrow and I'm trying to pull a sword. I'm not sure. It's uh, it's in your primary hand, whichever hand that is. Okay. So that would mean I, I'm holding it in a somewhat silly but still yeah. somewhat useful fashion. I've seen that pose on minis on Hero Forge before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair, fair. All right, group giggle. Another point of inspiration goes into the wild. You can't hold all these points of inspiration. Where have they gone to? I mean, I feel like that one goes to Victor. I think so, too. Yes. All right, I will gladly use it uh, in future turns. I'm not quite uh, froggy enough. I want to start like doing anything else. So I'm I'm done. All right. So Silvio, what next? Uh, is there one among them that looks to be like a leader or anything, or is it just like a group of folks? So they look like just a group of folks. Uh, in fact, they look like farmers. Like, they're wearing, like, muck boots, and their clothes are, uh, uh, patched. And, uh, you know, some of them still have dirt all over their boots, and the spears and swords are held pretty inexpertly. Um, there is, uh, one of them. Let me see. There's two of them that look like they know what they're doing. This person here has on robes and also has a staff in her hands. Which, sorry, which one? The one that's green and, you know, green and blue. Ah. And uh, this person right here, hang on, I gotta be able to see these. Uh, this person right here has, um, uh, he has armor on. He has a little armor on. I'll tell you what kind in a moment, but he's wearing armor and holds his sword like he knows what he's doing. And that's yellow to the south. That is uh, pink purple. Pink purple, okay, got it. Oh, Ben, you're muted. Ah, terribly sorry. Uh, I need to check something quickly. However, I have already looked up the spell, so I'm one way, one per small step closer to being a better streamer than I was before. <laughs> uh, okay. Because he knows we would harass him. It got to its turn. <laughs> uh, but I get to rest every week, and so far I have been just fine. Uh, so I will saunter mostly or even meander forward. Uh, let me find out how far I have to be from her. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm cool. Uh, so I will uh, take a look at the lady with the staff uh, and say, uh, You know, this is really a terrible idea. You should just stop in your tracks and go home. Uh, and I will give her unsettling words. So her next time she needs to make a save, it will be at uh, minus a d8. All right. Uh, and then I will take a step back to be more than 60 feet away from her because if she has a staff, I know what that means. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her the hex mark to remind me of that. And the good news is you will have to deal with it momentarily. Uh, I will look at Hewitt and say, 
tell Wildfire not to fireball these people. I think they are commoners. Please pass that along. <laughs> Joe's somewhat smile, like mm, maybe. But I would kill. I would have killed all of them. They're so easy to kill. Like it would be your most kills in a fireball yet. I don't know how. I don't know if I can resist. I'll try, but our only hope really is that I don't wake up. Also, <laughs> Ben, Ben, you've missed the perfect opportunity for our new verb. Tell wildfire not to wildfire their asses. Uh, I cannot tell this on the time. I tell the wildfire not to wildfire. I can just really request you. Uh, a fireball does not suddenly appear. Uh, now that I have moved 65 feet away from her, uh, I will say perhaps everyone should chill out. You should look at this wonder wall. Uh, and then all of them can make me a wisdom save with disadvantage. Other than the caster, who can also have an extra negative d8 on top of that, uh, against my hypnotic pattern, because they all are in a 30 foot cube. Great. Makes them so much easier to fireball, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just a little bit of Here's a person with studded studded leather. <laughs> Shit. Alright. And then I have eight of these. That's that's oh, a, that's a lot of single digits you're rolling there, Paige. I think if you add them all up, they might equal twenty. I got one more. It ain't gonna help. So you should decide uh, who has the 17 because they're the only person who is not Maz. <laughs> they're also the only one that rolled double digits. Fair. Uh, that will be... Uh, I'm gonna make her... I'm gonna give her a special mark and it's just gonna be... Goat. Uh, she is not mezzed. Everybody else is. Because I'm only marking her instead of everybody else. Fair? That so, seems fair. Uh, we'll call out, uh, we should really talk about this. Uh, we have a we have a very angry uh, fire creature that will destroy you all if we do not come to this peaceably. Uh, also, lady with blonde hair who's in the back, you are now in charge of, uh, in charge of negotiations. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, you can come over to me to talk this out. And that is the end of my turn. I have taken a movement, a action to cast a spell, and a bonus action to super mess up somebody's save. Right. Ross. Uh, so with an 11 perception, am I even, am I even conscious? Uh, you will make your uh, perception check next round with advantage. Okay. So for this round, I... Uh, Roll over. Pull the blankets up. <laughs> Fair enough. Mira. Mira, who also has an 11, is like... Next round with advantage. <laughs> Alright, so that... Well, it's her turn. Okay, so this lady uh, walks forward. And... Let's see. 
and grabs the woman with the with the staff and the robes and says, "Snap out of it! Snap out of it! The witch, the witch is doing this to you." I would like to point out I am not a witch. Uh, I really would like to have a peaceful resolution rather than uh, whatever strange town justice this is. I mean, she she got double digits this time. I mean, she doesn't have to make a roll because an no, I, I forgot to put um, uh, Tamith in the initiative order. Ah. Oh uh, but she does shake this person awake so they are also not mezzed. I think you have to give them three slaps now. Slaps now. No, you didn't! <laughs> uh, Alright, the rest of the group stand there. Slackjawed, Tamith, uh... Uh, Tamith will also continue to snooze. Uh, Wildfire. I have a nine. You will continue to snooze, but no advantage next turn. Victor. Alright, I will... We've done it. We've held Wildfire off for one more round. Just just uh, one more round of negotiations is really what you needed. I will get right in that staff-wielding lady's face, and I will say, you're all making a huge mistake. I am Victor Toussaint of the Foresters, and I demand that you stand down or face severe repercussions. And I, we are at the end of our non-lethal um, response. You may make me the end of our non-lethal response roll with advantage. All right, let's see. Unfortunately, you are not great at this, but there's a 20 on every die and you have advantage. In my heart, I feel very scary. As my squad members can attest, I am not, in fact, that scary. He's a big honey bear. He's just so cute. (laughs) Okay, so I I do not come off as a as the most terrifying thing she's ever seen. But I do have a great sword, and my action is to ready to whack her if she gets squirrely, so... Okay. Uh, Silvio. Uh, I am, uh, you know, going to head on over there as well and be like, hey... Well, I cannot get that far. I will get this far. And hope the guy that looks like he knows how to use a sword does not come for my face. Uh, and we'll call it and say, hey, we should really just uh, talk about this. I will drop this spell. We can have, uh, you know, a good discourse. Uh, what do you say? Come on. We can find a peaceful way to deal with this where everyone is happy. Besides, you do not want to mess with the foresters, and we do not want to mess with you because you are uh, citizens of uh, this fair country. All right, you may make me a, you are also citizens of this fair country check with advantage. Sounds like he can eloquence his eloquence while he eloquences his eloquence. Mm -hmm. Straight up diplomancy. The good news is 
I rolled a 10, which is what I would have default, uh, defaulted <laughs> to. Anyways. Yay! You didn't just roll one twin. You rolled all the tens. <laughs> this is true. And as I said, you get farther in life with uh, kind words and a hypnotic pattern than with kind words. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. You know, those are very true words. Very true words. Uh, all right. Uh, so at that, the woman in robes is shaken awake and kind of looks around in a startle. Or she had been waking rig, but she looks at Sylvia. Ross. All right, I got it this time. Here we go. Here we go. Advantage. A twenty-one. Holy crap! What is that noise? <laughs> Goose, wake up! And I'll I'll kind of shake Goose awake as I uh, go to the door, and I will kind of stealthily peek out to see what is going on. Uh, well, you do see the southbound end of a northbound hypnotic pattern, uh, which should signal various things to you. I um, I don't know that I've ever seen that spell before, have I? Yes, yeah, because you got the Peritons with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, I will take out... Uh... I should stare intently into it, chat suggests. Hmm. Um, all right, so it's already like turned against us hardcore. <laughs> all right, so in that case, I'm actually going to take out my blowgun that I've, I don't think I've ever used before, and a couple of darts. And uh, I'm going to be prepared to use it against anyone who comes forth against the house. I see Silvio is out there clearly handling this situation. Sure thing. I would like to point out the captain is also out here. He's also yeah. his own, you know, cute fuba ray. Problem is, is like captain's out in the field and like it's real dark out there. He just looks like one of the, the peasants. Actually, what can I say? several of the peasants lit torches because they not all of them can see in the dark. That neither can I, Paige. Neither Some can of them I. can see in the dark? Yes. Hmm. Many of them are half-elves and elves. Yep. Welcome to Akbarond. Where everybody except me has dark vision. Choi choices were made, Bubba. Choices were made. Those were not my choices. <laughs> Those were your choices. Get you some goggles. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel better, I can see the dark either, but... You know, <laughs> it all as soon as I started my triangle, so it was great. I think, though, in, in wrapping up my action, I, I'm mostly going to watch to see how this, this scene unfolds, knowing that my heavy hand is probably not going to be required to kill what looks like a bunch of farmers with pitchforks and torches. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Mira, you have advantage. Mira decides, am I going to wake up or am I just going to let them deal with this? You yeah. the, the decision yours. You may you may choose either of those options as you see fit. <laughs> I critically decide to wake up. And then That's you, fair. you decide to roll over and just lose for five more minutes. Yeah, I mean, you know, they got they got handles. Mira will will be like, what the hell is that sound? And um 
Oh yeah, and lose control of her mouse apparently. Come happens back. to all of us. Happens to all of us. Yes, and we'll run to about there and be like, "What is going on out there?" And it's she'll uh, continue out till she's just outside this door. No. You have to step over Goose, but Goose doesn't stop you. Uh, I, I can probably. I mean, you see me peeking out, and you just like open the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, why are you, why are you peeking out there? All right, so the the two people that are unmezzed, the the blonde woman sees Victor, and she looks entirely intimidated and backs away from him. Would That's you like right. to take an attack of opportunity? Uh, no, I'll keep my my ready going. Okay. Uh, the woman with the staff looks at you and says, out of our way! If you're foresters, you should be helping us! An evil witch lives there! She's been responsible for untold misery in our village! Have you heard the phrase, baseless propaganda? You're not from here and you don't know! <laughs> well, if you can't explain it to me, then you don't know either, so start explaining. I assume you have multiple people have seen her doing things, or I don't know, you found some sort of evidence. She looks at you uh, with uh, with full intent and says, "Release my my townsfolk." No, we're the authority here. If you want to get something done, you're going to get it done by convincing us of us of it. You don't really have any other options. Fine. Uh, we have, for many years, had uh, a, a litany of children that have gone off or old folks that have disappeared. And we have, for many years, had a certain portion of our sheep and even our goats taken by persons unknown. Goats are usually too smart for that. Uh... And also, we've had unexplained fits of the, the milk not turn into cheese and butter properly, and uh, crops going awry, and we know that she's a witch, and that is the kind of things witches do. Mm. So you don't have any evidence. You just had a run of bad luck, and you're trying to blame it on her. Who else could it be? It doesn't have to be a maleficic force. It could just be a run of bad luck. Not with so many disappearing. I We've mean, had families actually leave because they were afraid for their kids. And their children. You're saying that people have left remote villages? And like what, gone to the city? Or it's less boring? Uh, to the coast, probably. That seems like the normal pattern of things. I mean, it is. Aglaron's coasts are much more heavily populated than its interior. Even if I give you the benefit of the doubt, you definitely don't have enough evidence to storm another citizen's house and what? Drag them out and spear them? Set this Abestos house on fire? What were you even thinking? Uh, she looks kind of taken aback at that. <laughs> Ron, you may also have inspiration. Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. I love how you just judoed that Abestos back on the page. <laughs> like, oh, wow. <laughs> Does somebody 
want a podcast. I'm trying to give away a podcast. <laughs> Does anybody want a podcast? I mean, you say that, and Ash is going to take you up on it. <laughs> We're going to end up in a completely different show. Yeah, if Ash wants, wants these animals, she can have them. All right, so... I will once again remind you, Paige, that you are contractually obligated. <laughs> All right. Uh, so at that, the uh, the woman looks kind of taken aback. Um, uh, like she hadn't, well, let me see what Victor's insight is. I think not great is the answer. Yes. Uh, she, she kind of, uh, has an odd look on her face. Mine's at 15 and I'm not too far away. So, so you look to her, the, to you, the look is that you, she didn't really think that through about what they were going to do when they got there. What? Angry mobs not have good project management? <laughs> so who's have, saying something next? Have I woken up at this point, Paige? I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, Tamith tries to wake up with advantage. She is now with us. Uh, she does some moving around. Actually, she's going to hide over here with Victor or with Ross and say, are they here for me? She looks very taken aback and frightened. Alrighty, Joe. So was my nine good enough to take away my disadvantage? Yes, you have a flat <laughs> roll now. Or, or is it? Or is it? I mean, unless you got some inspiration you want to spend on it. Oh, I mean, you know, Fiona, my, my owls continue to yell in my head. Oh, no. Hey, that up. Case, you would get inspiration. I mean, not inspiration. You'd work 15. <laughs> well, I need to start the Imperial Death March. Their doom approach. are awake. All right. <laughs> what would be appropriate for that? Uh, there we go. Oop, wrong one this one there we go it's as close as i got to the imperial death march <laughs> uh you are awake what would you like to do with your turn uh i will go see what all the hubbub is about Let's see here are you running are you strolling nah, i'm gonna stroll i mean are you rolling up in there like a far away i am gonna i am gonna dash so i can get out Ooh, are you gonna skip you should skip so I'll dash to get outside because I'm very interested in this. You see a crowd of people, and Victor is kind of in the face of one of them. And most of them are even literally slack-jawed yokels because they are still incapacitated. <laughs> Alright, that's that that's my that's my full action. Alright, apparently, y'all, I prematurely gave Paige her, her DM inspiration as it has just now been finished by Bologna and a Maxim. So, I mean, the chat is clamoring that the DM needs more. So... The DM does fucking need more. I am used to my real life dice being so much ass that they have been pitched into interstates, parking lots, storm drains, over fences, across rooms, through Michael Eshelman's glasses once. I Am I missing any good ones? 
this might be an accounting error in Paige's favor. Right? So I'm using my physical dice doing that to me. I cannot afford for roll 20 to do that to me. <laughs> All right. We should continue with Paige's new DM inspiration. All right. Victor, would you like to talk to these people some more? Uh, I w- now that she's no longer uh, as threatening, I'll, I'll drop my sword into sort of a, a casual guard that's not nearly as threatening. And okay. I will say, um, if you think this through, this woman is an ally of the Foresters. And if you were to treat with her honestly and see if she could help you with your problems, I think she would be of a great benefit to your village. And what you thought was the problem may actually turn out to be a solution. The the woman looks at you and she's, you can tell her resolve has certainly faltered. And she says, she came by a while back, but we thought it was just to more take more of our children. She is a woman of power, but I do not believe that her fuels children. She seems more in tune with the wild places. But also, as you can see, as you are currently trampling the hard work that she has done in the fields. She is not versed to the same chores and uh, work that your village does each day. Did she come to your village and trample your fields? No. Okay, just checking. There's literally nothing scarier in this game than that green arrow seeing how far everybody is from a certain point. I'm just, you know, just uh, math is important to me, you know? Sylvia. Math is fundamental. You just get to see a little bit of Wildfire's brain on the screen at times. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm imagining now is the the meme of the woman that has all of the equations passing by. Or maybe, yeah, it's definitely that, not the Zach Galifianakis one. Uh, Yeah. Uh, so Silvio calls out, uh, so are we uh, going to be feasible about this, or uh, what's up? I assume he's addressing the woman. I mean, I'm addressing whoever wants to respond. I'm just curious if I need to continue to, you know, have all these people continue to uh, be staring at uh, my wonder well, because maybe it's going to be the one that saves them. Maybe. <laughs> I, it, to me, it seemed more like a champagne supernova, but either way. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I'm, I'm working on today, that. One. Today is going to be the day that the DM throws her dice at you. <laughs> I'd, just be, I'd just be throwing them at my webcam. I'm not above that. I am not above that. I, I just I, she's throwing them at her webcam and not at me because I'm sitting, you know, like three feet to her left. Uh, Silvio, I think we can risk you dropping your spell, but I think you should immediately, um, you know, start talking as our words may have convinced these two people, but the others were not party to our conversation. So they might come to their senses still angry. Uh, we, all right. Uh, so I will, uh, I will send a little, 
there's a guy that has swords. He can, yeah, I guess I would look back over there. <laughs> you never know if uh, I'm going to roll less than a, I mean, more, a 21 or more, but I'll move over there. Uh, Sylvia is seeking his own wonder wall. <laughs> I just want to be more than 30 feet, well, I probably be more, than, more than 35 feet because he can move 30 feet and then stab me a bunch. So, uh, hey, Wildfire, how's it going? What's all uh, this about? Uh, there are a bunch of angry townsfolk uh, that want to, to get justice after the adventurers that we uh, convinced not to come do this thing. Uh, they have decided to come in the night and do this thing anyways. But uh, we think we have that mostly figured out uh, because, you know, our Capitan is very good at pointing out uh, when people do not have, uh, how do you say, foolproof plants. Uh, <laughs> and so... I'm about to uh, see if I can convince them to stop attacking because most of them are uh, at the moment uh, busy staring at uh, fanciful illusions. Victor, just say the word and I'll I'll clear the field. I I, I very clearly do the stand down signal and then I do it again. <laughs> uh, you know, it doesn't have a hundred percent success rate. <laughs> yes. uh, it looks like he's saying stand down. Uh, just... Maybe, or maybe it's fireball the field. There's, those symbols are way too similar for the distance we are to each other. I, to be uh, honest, I don't think they shouldn't I... have made stand down this and fireball the field this. It's just oh. the depth that he drops his hand. Ultimately, how could I even tell? I don't think I've ever had to request. We should have had less ambiguous. <laughs> I think you you've already had less ambiguous hand signals. You've already anticipated the squad's needs as far uh -huh. as fireball. <laughs> mm, I'm going to uh, turn back to the to the to the witch, and perhaps we should prepare for company. Uh, is this the kind of company that I make tea for, or the kind of company that I I run away from? I think the ballot might be out on that one. It's too close to call. Hmm. <laughs> I'm feeling like fired. Then. Fired for this podcast. Get out. <laughs> Either way, you should step away from the door just in case Victor and Silvio's negotiations go south. All right, so she uh, moves back to her bedroom and peeps out from the curtains from her window. I will go with her, and so will Goose. Goose, like, puts her paws up on the window and is, like, smashing her face into the window and, like, leaving nose prints all over it. And then it kind of melts the glass a little bit. Yeah. Well, not the glass, but the wood surrounding it. Uh, so the good news is I still have uh, both stopping to concentrate is free and an action remaining. Uh, so I am going to uh, cease concentrating and then I will yield up to the crowd. Uh, greetings. Uh, we have spoken with your uh, leader and we are going to uh, figure out the way to do this peaceably uh, as we are all citizens of Agarond and uh, clearly love each other and do not uh, want any amount of strange mob justice. Uh, because the witch here is uh, not actually against you, uh, but we will talk about your claims and see what we can do to set them right together as countrymen and women and people and folks. Make me a 
country folks check. I like making country I... folks jokes. <laughs> well, I said, oh, it's out. not Fox. I like making both of those things. That's uh, He's so folksy. That's right. I'm I, I'm folksy. Partly for America. Anyways, uh, so I am going to spend my inspiration on this. That's more like it. Every 25 persuasion for the crowd. Okay. Good job, Silvio. You probably saved all of their lives. <laughs> they, they start milling around and kind of backing up. I think you're still aware of what goes on while you're incapacitated. She backs away from you, Victor, if you'd like to take the OA. I will refrain. All right, Ross, you and Tamith moved up. Mira? I mean, I'll move up as well. There's not a whole lot. They're, they're back in the way and hopefully not coming back. So I'll move up very slightly, but other than that, not much else. Okay. The, uh, the crowd continues to back up, except for the, the guy in studded leather armor and the woman. And uh, he says, look, I, I lost a, a, a daughter to this witch. I, I, she needs to be taken for justice. You're foresters. I recognize your badges, but, uh, but she's the one you should be taken in, not working for her. Uh, describe the circumstances of your loss, sir. Okay. Uh, he says, uh, my daughter was supposed to be pulling uh, hay out of the loft and pulling it down so she could feed the goats. And uh, nobody was with her. Nobody was looking at her. The barn's 50 feet off our back door. It's pretty close. And uh, she just disappeared. We never saw her again. That little girl was the whole light of my life. So you're just assuming that this woman did it. Well, who else is there to blame? I do not have a scapegoat for you to turn your anger on. I'm sorry to say. Wargs, red caps, elementals. Have you... Dragons. We don't have... Badgers. It, there's no wargs in our village. The guard dogs would have set up a fuss about it. And the red caps don't come into our village because we have iron nails in all of our doorways and every uh, bell on every goat and sheep has iron in it. And the, the very sound of it hurts the bay. Zombies. Vampires. The dogs of the Thayan agents. He just looks at Ross like Ross is being silly. I'm not Ghost. actually there. I'm just. I'm, I'm That's right. Back in your box. Back in your box. Has, has anyone ever gone looking for your kids? Yes. Uh, it's 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 practically become a a, a ritual that uh, uh, every month we look for them when they disappear, and then we we have. Uh, some uh, loggers that patrol the nearby area looking for tracks. And anytime we see them, we follow them. And most of the time it's just a traveler passing by, but you never know. Uh, but we look for them all the time. 
Hmm. I'm sorry for your loss, but while this woman, an ally of the Foresters, may have the power to do what you said, she doesn't have any motive as far as I can see. She is a good woman that cares about the people of this country. To some degree. Well, why should I take your word over anyone else's? Well. But, but, Tamara, could you help this man find his daughter, please? He's really annoying. Uh, Tamath actually scooches uh, Goose over and opens the window and says, I, I could try, but uh, locate person's range is not very large. Um, I could maybe try some divination spells, though. That one, the second one sounds more likely given the time and all that. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't throw rocks at me again. They better not. I think. I mean, won't they just accuse her of having, you know, put them wherever she finds them? Well, I mean, I can just come back and kill anyone who does, does that, so. That's not a problem. That's true. There is a bigger threat here. This gentleman over here, <laughs> Mira says. He wants to murder you at every opportunity. <laughs> Big thumbs up. <laughs> I, I think you'll find if you give her a chance, she can be a, an ally to your village in addition to an ally to the foresters. The uh the two folks at the uh, that are looking at you still look at you suspiciously, but they clearly recognize that they do not want to fight you one bit. It looked good when it was a bunch of them versus one woman. Uh, spell power, no, but uh, some armed and armored, capable looking folks with forester badges on is not any part of what they want. The, the man says, uh, look, she can come next market day. We'll be looking out for her. We'll allow her into the village to see if she can find our children. That is a very wise decision. Uh, this may influence your future actions, and it may not, but know that the foresters will be keeping occasional but very thorough tabs on this woman. And if something happens to her, we were, of course, investigated very thoroughly. We will bury you in paperwork. That's Wildfire's other powerful attack. That's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. I'm going to take us out of initiative. Uh, if if sure. somebody wants to pop off, then all you got to do is say the word and we're, we'll do the thing. And honestly, I would much rather die by the fireball because at least it's quick. Yeah, paperwork is by far the more malicious of his powers. If we're going out there, I'm gonna need something. Don't go quite yet, I will tell the, the witch, and I will go back into my bags, get out my big shiny don't shoot me, I'm with the Forester's badge, turn on the nightlight, and pin it on. Fair enough. Uh... So the man says, uh, well, well, we'll look for next market day. And he starts backing up, slinking away. The woman next to him does too. 
They, they, well, they continue. They continue moving. That they, was exciting. Pretty far, didn't they? This is not close to where they live. Yeah, they must have left almost immediately after the adventurers returned the money. Didn't you say mm. that you had wards to warn you about intruders? Yes, but they're more than... They have to be closer than my garden for me to know them. It's only about 20 or 30 feet from the house. 20 feet from the house. They they mobbed a real distance. I mean, like, you really don't see mobs going that, that physical distance these days. I mean, that's, that's pretty impressive. I almost feel like we should give them some, uh, you know, something to eat on the way, because they're going to be marching back, like, uh, really angry, and, you know, it's like they need a Snickers. <laughs> They'll be hangry. Be I mean, I, I do have hairy. some muffins. I, I don't have enough for all of them, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let them suffer problems. a little bit. They, they kind of deserve it. They'll figure it out themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got I, here on anger. They can get back on sadness. It's fine. <laughs> well, if they're doing this, what kind of muffins did you say you had? <laughs> I'm going back to bed if we're done here. Who are they, pumpkin muffins? Oh, I love pumpkin muffins. Oh, it's the wrong time of year for pumpkin. The raspberry. I mean, raspberry's fine. Could have been pumpkin, though. Uh, Tamith says, I, I would like to help them, but if their children have just gotten bored and run to the coast, there's no way... I'm going to be able to find them. The thing he described did not feel like that. No, it didn't feel like that e to me either. That specific example did not feel like that. Some of their children are for sure being like, I'm getting the fuck out of this place. This place sucks. Uh, but that, his example did not feel like that. I mean, I'm never going to make it to the singing fans if we have to go to every two-bit town and solve their problems, though. Yeah, I... Hey, I just set them up. Y'all decide what you're doing. We can start marching towards the Sea and Sands tonight. I am all for it. I have adventure prep. We can go. <laughs> we have so many side quests. Yeah, I think the village uh, might have to fend for itself. Hopefully, Tamith can... It feels like if they can get pointed at the problem, they can, you know, pitchfork it to death. Well, so. Tamith, could you cast some divinations tonight? Uh, no, not in the morning, tonight, but in, in the, the morning, morning, yes. Maybe you should do that in the morning, because that will tell us one way or the other if we need to stay and take care of something, because it's a bigger threat than it appears. Mm. You All right. I can do that. Mm. Well, I'm going to get some sleep then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Everybody goes back to sleep. I go back to trying to make uh, Lord fit for Victor. It is not going well. <laughs> Lord fit? Yes, Royals. Oh. <laughs> the rest of the night passes uneventfully. And uh, you wake up the next day and she feeds you full of eggs and raspberry muffins. Uh, and she has maple syrup to dip the muffins in. It's really good. Uh, and uh, she, uh, the next morning, casts some spells. Um, and in one of them, she's in her circle. And uh, she says, I, I need to do this privately because my relationship with my uh, patrons is my own. Um, 
And uh, then she comes back out like a minute later and says, well, I have some more information. You see, my divination said that we'll figure out what it said next week on Feet and Faith. That's a terrible divination and also totally par for a DM divination outcome. Uh, You're a monster, Paige Lightman. You're a monster. Oh, sing it again. Sing it again. That's my favorite song. (laughs) All right. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed that. Let's see. What do we do now? We tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye. This is not goodbye. The, this is not the goodbye music, though. Hang on. Uh, nope, that is not the goodbye music. <laughs> there it is. There's the goodbye music. Ash is saying worst divination ever, and yet I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure I've had worse divinations than that. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, thank you all. Uh, big shout out to my buddy Ash and Red Dirt D&D. Uh, thank you all for joining us on this adventure. Please follow and subscribe on Twitch if you can. Subscribe on YouTube. Support us on Patreon. That would be lovely. Uh, or at least like us on iTunes. You can find us at Feats and Fables on all of these platforms. Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod at Incomptech.com, as served by Roll20. The music can be licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Our maps today were made in Dungeon Draft, uh, which is a lovely program. Very good. The art for our NPCs is from the Hero Forge token generator. We'd like to thank our listeners and supporters, particularly Sister Lilith and Rando Sigma, some of our most recent followers. Thank you, chat, for inspiration. You bomb. We'd Woo! love having you with us. Please join us next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time to see what happens next and follow us. To adventure! Yeah. 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 Yeah.